Uh, that's perfect. That totally proves the point. Y'all see what she ends up doing? She goes in, she doesn't know what's going on, and she sees all these people facing backwards. And she very slowly does what? She turns to face it. She gives in to the crowd. And it's exactly what I'm saying. Is we do this all the time. We want to become like the people that we hang out with. This is what we do. And we see it all the time. And you can think about a time in your life where you've done that. You've given in to what the crowd does. Maybe in a good way, maybe not in a good way. We all do this all the time. We become like the people that we hang out with. So the question is this. Who are you hanging out with? Are they people that push you closer to the Lord? And I want to show you what to look for in a friend. What should we look for in people that love the Lord? What does a godly friend look like? What does someone that's really being affected by the gospel look like? So let me show you another verse here. And from these verses, I'm going to give you three things. Check this out. These are the verses. This is in Hebrews. This is what it says. Let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing. That means meeting when you feel like it, going to Bible study when you feel like it, hanging out with your Christian friends just when you feel like it. But no, not giving that up, but encouraging them as all the more as you see the day approaching. So he says, there's three things from this that I want to challenge you to look for in a godly friend. So here's, here's the list right here. This is what you can look for in a godly friend. It's one slide before that. This is what you can look for in a godly friend. First of all, is this godly friends challenge you. Godly friends challenge you. So think about your friends. What godly friends do, what that verse said, is that they will spur you on towards love and good deeds. They'll spur you on towards love and good deeds. They're going to challenge you in your faith. They're going to speak the truth to you. Sometimes they may tell you things that are not easy to hear. But they're going to do that to point you closer to Christ. They're not afraid to do that. They're not afraid to tell you those things. They're going to set an example for you. Just by being around them, you're going to be stronger in your faith. They're going to challenge you. But here's the second thing. They're not just going to challenge you. They're going to stick with you. And this is what that means. These are the kind of friends that whatever you tell them, whatever's going on in your life, maybe you're struggling with a sin, maybe something, something hard's going on, they're not going to leave you. They're going to show you grace. They're going to have patience with you. They're going to forgive you. They're the kind of friends that you can tell anything to. And those kind of friends are rare, especially where we live. There are not a lot of friends that will stick with you in any situation. The second you stop being cool or fitting in or something like that, they'll abandon you. But real gospel friends will stick with you no matter what. And here's the third thing. They're going to encourage you. So gospel friends will also encourage you. So they're going to tell you encouraging things. They're going to try to encourage you in your faith. They're going to tell you areas that you're good at in the ways that God has wired you. They're the type of people you're around them and you just feel more positive because you're around them. These are the kind of friends that will truly affect you. Kevin Durant just went to the Golden State Warriors, and in his interview, he said that the reason why he went was simple. It was the relationships. He said when those guys walked in a room to recruit him, he was like, I'm going to have to do this. I've got to go with these guys. Because he knew the power of what happens when you surround yourselves with great people. That's what drew him. He didn't care about the criticism he was about to get in the media. He didn't care. Because he knew if I surround myself with great people, great things are going to happen. And the same thing is true of the Christian life. When we surround ourselves with those kind of friends, those kind of people point us close to the Lord, they will change our lives. And I want you to think about if those are your friends. So what can you do about that? Let me give you three things, and then this is actually going to be in your newsletter. So you can take this with you this week if you want this. There's three things you can do. The first one is this. It's to define your friendships. This is what I would encourage you to do right now in your mind. 
I would encourage you to think about who your friends are. Think about who your close friends are. And think about what they care about the most. Think about what they value. Think about the direction that they're pushing you in right now. Define your friendships. Who are these people that are influencing me? What do they care about? What do they stand for? Then the second thing you do is you don't just define them. You decide your friendships. So what you want to do is this. You want to say, are these the people that I really should be letting influence me? Are these the people that really should be my close friends? And that may mean some hard decisions have to be made. But decide your friendships. Here's the third one. It's to develop your friendships. It's to develop your friendships. Friendships are not going to grow just by accident. Friendships grow when you try to pursue them. When you try to build them. When you try to spend time with them. When you're not afraid when you're hanging out with your friends to ask the weird question of, how's your faith going? Not being afraid to ask those questions. Let me give you a few examples from my life of people that have done this. Here's the first picture that I'll show you. This is from when I was in high school. They actually put this on the restaurant at Kubi's, which is kind of hilarious. But this is us four when we were in high school. And we met every Tuesday morning for breakfast. And we had a lot of friends that weren't Christians or strong Christians. That's a great thing. But these were the guys, I know my hair is horrible, but these were the guys that I lived life with, that I let truly impact me. And we would meet, we'd hang out, we'd talk about what was going on, we'd talk about hard things. These guys had a huge impact on me. Then there's another group, and two of them are in the crowd, which is kind of awesome. So these guys are guys I worked at camp with. Two of them are there. You have Chemo and Harv, and then two other guys. And we tried to hire one of them. We couldn't pull it off. But these guys are awesome. We did camp together for a long time. These are some of my best friends. They encouraged me. They challenged me. They stuck with me. And they still do. Some of them don't even live in Dallas And we still keep up because that's what close friends do. These guys have had an unbelievable impact on my life, encouraging me, challenging me, and sticking with me. And my prayer, my hope is that through Armor Up, these kind of groups would develop in every single grade. That's my prayer. That's my dream. That third all the way through 12th grade eventually, there would be these little groups in every grade of close friends that challenge each other, stick with each other, and encourage each other because you're going to become like the people that you hang out with. So decide wisely. Yeah. You and Harv are in the same shoes. We are. We're rocking the Chacos, Harv. Lane has brought that up. We are wearing the same shoes. And you know why? Because you become like the people you hang out with. And Chemo's wearing them right now, which is hilarious. So there you go. You do. It's a very true thing. So I want to end with this thought, and then you'll get to play a game. Is this. How do you become those kind of friends? That's hard, isn't it? How can you become a true gospel friend that challenges encourages and sticks with people no matter what well I want to, I want you to think about this and we'll be done I want you in your mind right now to think of Jesus dying on the cross for you I want you to have that image in your mind of him dying on the cross for you if I could sum up what a great friend is a real friend a real friend always lets you in but they never let you down they always let you in meaning they're always there for you they care about you They're honest with you. They share their life with you. They let you be honest with them, but they never let you down. They stick with you, and they're always there for you. They never let you down, always let you in. Picture Jesus on the cross. His hands are up like this on nails. He's totally letting you in. He's giving up himself 100% in that moment so that you can be let in to have a relationship with him. It's amazing. But he never let you down. I've said this every single week. He experienced every single attack that there was. And he could have gotten off. And he knew the worst things about us. But even knowing that, he stayed. He stayed on the cross. Because that's how powerful his love is for you. 
He always lets you in, never lets you down. That on the cross is the greatest example of friendship the world has ever seen. And when you see that, when you see what Jesus did for you on the cross, that that's what He was willing to do for you, to die for your sins, to always let you in, never let you down. Greatest friendship example of all time. That will help you begin to be that kind of friend to other people. And I hope that at Armor Up, we're going to be those kind of friends to each other. So let me pray, and then you guys are going to play a game here. Lord, we love you. We thank you for your word. God, we just pray that uh, we would become those kind of friends at Armor Up, Lord. We would grow into those kind of friends. And God, most importantly, we would see the example of friendship that your son had for us on the cross. It's in his name we pray. Amen.